We're sitting here with C. Murder. What's up? How are you doing? All right. So, C, tell me, how was your life as a youngster? Ruthless as a child, a juvenile, ran with truth, slanged in the meanwhile packing, specialized in jackets, liquor store dope dealing, brothers and others, open shop. It's all about a come up. I'm in a crack house waiting on a bubble up because I'm a gangster selling dope. Strapped with a gap when I rode to the Cali, yo, badass. I never listened to my brother. It went in one ear, not the fucking other. Push a rocks on the block, watch the undercover, fuck a dick sucking bitch. Yo, I ain't no lover, I'm a killer. Dope dealer looking for some dollars. At 13, I bought a quarter key powder. Rolling with my fingers on the trigger. Brother, don't you know you can't touch this nigga? A thug count, big psycho, a criminal. Leave your safe open, gang for your yeah, yo Big and bad, no respect for the task See murder, did you ever go to jail? Hell yeah, just serving niggas hell wrong Running from the task, hiding out by the suit I'm a true nigga, fuck em. Putting that work, I wear some bag at the bowls In a motherfucking same shirt Slapping all the fiends, getting on my nerves They get beat, gang, broke and served So, you know who I am, ho I know let me show it from the motherfucking paleo Are you sure? <laughs> That's Did a new you thing. What it said? Yeah, yeah, pretty cool. yeah, we're we're fucking live right now. Here we go. It's our week today, episode forty-one. This meeting is being recorded for your personal listening pleasure. Thank you very much, and good night. Boop, and we're out. <laughs> it's oh, our yeah. day. It's episode forty-one. What's going on, my man? Big four-one, baby. We just did yeah. the big four-zero. Now it's the big four-one. New week. New stories, new experiences. We live, baby. All of it. Live. Coming to uh, you. You're probably shout not. Shout out to. That's all right. Japanese beer. Hey, you know what? That's a good idea to uh, to shout out to Kieran because we had Kieran on our very first show. And yes, we did. we've been doing this shit for two years now. We actually just had our, our show's anniversary last week. So, Boyaka. Jungle What's up? <laughs> Shout out to our new listeners in Poway, California, and Cambridge, Massachusetts. What's up, Harvard? Where y'all at? Oh, shit. We I got the smart people listening. Ivy League shit going on right Future now. presidents, future district multiple, attorneys. Like, pretty much multiple presidents, multiple future presidents. Multiple. Everybody. What's been going on with you, my man? Uh, we chilling, bro. We chilling. Um, working hard in sending out some quotes for the media f- formulas business. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So hopefully, I get in movie. front of some business owners. So use the promo code Our Week today and receive half off your first month of service. That's mediaformulas.com. And our big sponsor, Sleeves. If you feel like going and saving twenty five percent. Go to sleeves.com and when you check out, use OWT25 as your code, and that gets us a little cut. Thank you so much. And just tell the listeners what sleeves are. All right. Like so your- if you're like us and you like to, you know, do your own work, put in the work and work out, then that's workout material for you. It's uh, essentially arm sleeves, headbands, uh, t-shirts, tights. They make underwear. They make. Um, they make wristbands they make uh you know compression stockings they make all kinds of stuff that you would use when you're essentially a a member of a a, like a professional athletic team so anything you think you would need to to do that they they make it oh yeah so check it out guys that is sleeves.com spell it s-l-e-a-f-s 
EFS. Hell yeah. There is no A. No, no. There's there's no F. There's no A. There's no fucking around. <laughs> uh, <laughs> have you seen any good movies or TV shows that you can uh, write home about this week? Um, I'll, I'll mention one TV show just to start us off. Get and Let's get let me right just pull it. it up real quick. Straight up. So the premise of the show, the reason it got me interested was one little preview. The guy is talking, an FBI agent talking to like some female that's probably new. Mm-hmm. And they're on top of a skyscraper in Miami. Mm-hmm. And he's basically pointing at three different parts of Miami, explaining how shit goes down. So he goes, that's Hialeah over there. Is he speaking English? He's speaking English. It's a oh, white okay. boy. Oh, shit. Um, <laughs> he's, a, he's, a, he's Ben Affleck. All right. <laughs> so so he's like, yeah, this is Hialeah. That's where the fucking Cubans came. They've, you know, they're accepted here. There's a lot of fucking money laundering, all this stuff. And he goes, over there, that's a little Haiti. They're not as accepted as the Cubans. They usually mm. step on land and they're they're forced to go back. And it's a lot more poverty, little Haiti. Eliane can like, stay. And then he pointed at Brickle, which is like the finance district, mm-hmm. which is also crime ridden. Uh, so the the show is called Startup, and it was from 2016. I like Startup. It has three seasons. Yeah. You've heard it? You've seen I, it? I, I've seen that it's been on Netflix recently, but yeah, I like that show. It was interesting. Um, yeah, I, I checked it out. It's it's a good, it's a, you can love it or hate it type of really? show. Really? Um, tell me what you liked about it and tell me what you didn't like. What I liked about it was just that it's fucking, these writers give zero fucks. They'll take the story wherever the fuck these writers, I, feel, I felt, which I liked is that they had uh, freedom to do whatever they wanted. Okay. Creative, and they literally stuff. did. Mm-hmm. Very creative. Um, so just the basics of the premise for everybody. Uh, uh, a black Haitian from Little Haiti, which is a real place in Miami, who's he's a gangster. If you haven't been there. Yeah, it's, tread, it's tread it actually it. it's actually really good food uh, in Little Haiti. So shout out to Little Haiti. It was one of my territories. Absolutely. When I worked for uh, ADT down in Miami. The other person is a white boy who comes from a wealthy background. He lives in Miami Beach. He's supposed to be like the finance guy. And um, his father like also was a finance guy, but he was always doing dirty deals. Like Miami's known for like laundering money. His dad was one of those guys that worked at a bank that laundered money type of thing. Or like a payday loan service type place. (laughs) No, no, big money, big money, fucking big loans. Yeah. Yeah, much larger. And then the third main character, she's the wild card. You got this girl from fucking Hylia. She's a Stanford uh, dropout. Um, She's a a genius with code. And she creates this brand new coin to compete with Bitcoin. But her her coding is like way better. There's a whole fucking thing. Not to get into politics immediately, but do you think the Miami mayor, who's a like moderate Republican, do you think he got that idea that Miami is going to be the next like tech center with huge influence from cryptocurrency. Do you think he got that idea from the show? Maybe he was at least he at least checked it out a couple times. That's right. If you're the mayor and there's a national TV show about your city, I think you're gonna s- scoop it up. And shout out to him, man. He just had a tech uh, conference week about four weeks ago now. Mm-hmm. Uh, it looked awesome. It looked like all that was doing. It's like bittersweet because anyone from San Francisco that was there 
realize that they live in a shithole compared to like how cool Miami is. Maybe not 24-7, but at least for events and things like that. I think they're comparable. I think the environment is very similar when you think of Silicon Valley and South Beach because looks are impressive, but then you have to have substance. You have to go, a, a, you know, 10 layers deeper to find, you know, what that what that value really is. And so looking at, you know, the tech sector in general, it could it could thrive anywhere. It doesn't have to be in Northern California. It doesn't have to be in Southern California. It can be in Missouri. But Miami Beach is kind of like the place where people, like rich people like to play. So why can't it be where rich people like make their things and play and play what I, what I Miami, see Miami, Miami beach specifically absolutely has the potential to be not just like a, a brother or sister to Silicon Valley, but it can overtake Silicon Valley because of the tax incentives. I was going to say that that's, it was, it's, it's a post COVID world. And I think that a lot of people had reality checks of what team they're on. They had to reevaluate a lot of things from finance to politics, et cetera. And Miami's one of those places that to me um, called in a lot of people from all over the country that would normally not look at Miami as an opportunity, mm -hmm. but being because of the circumstances, uh, the freedoms that us Floridians have, um, they gave it a chance. And then I think that a lot of people see it as a new Silicon Valley possibility. Absolutely. I don't think Miami's the only city doing that, but it's one of the major ones for sure, probably top three. Well, it's, it's probably one of the only ones besides like Austin, but they're, I mean, that's like, you know, the almost an equivalent at this point politically to California. But if you look at Miami, it's like pretty much anything goes, you know, it's the melting pot of the melting pots, you know? I'd say if, if New Orleans had a better tax structure, then they'd be competitive. You see so many movies being made there uh, and so many businesses starting up there, but Miami has everything that California has. It's just a nicer climate, the exception of hurricanes, but like they, they can get it. Like they can definitely make it happen. So cool. Yeah. Tell me more about startup. Tell me more so about the, the story basically goes into how that FBI agent I was telling you in the beginning was kind of setting this, the, the premise is that these three people end up together working together in mm -hmm. a startup mm -hmm. and that shit, the, the, the fucking, the drama they get into um, it's, it's, it's definitely not just about being a startup company. There's all types of shit um, going on from gang violence to fucking, uh, extortion to like the FBI, the DEA, everybody. So it's realistic. <laughs> to an extent, there's a, there's a, there's some shit out, but 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 life is like that. There's some stories in real life that you would be like, there's no way that would be a movie. It wouldn't be mm -hmm. believable if it's a movie or a show. So this is one of those like to the extreme of uh, of what what's going on. And it was called Miami Tech X. Sorry, Miami just Tech because I couldn't X. think of. Yeah, that was the name of the uh, event and week that they just had down there in Miami. It's a good rap name, Miami Tech X. Like, throw it up. <laughs> Let me, uh, I'll just show you really quick, like. Yeah, you, you figured out how to do it last yeah, show. Let's do this. Really Fuck it up quick. and I'll kill you. Post disabled <laughs> participant scare. You gotta do, you gotta unlock me. I thought you already had it. 
No, it says host disable participant screen sharing. I'll make you the host, homeboy. Get after it. Just show you here. Can you see it? Oh, not yet. Oh, now I can see it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So that's the mayor. I don't know what's going uh -huh. on. Why it's so loud? He's the. There's the mayor being a uh, middle of the road. Little cafecito for everybody. Uh huh. To the dome. I mean, there's what? A few hundred people there. Mostly young. Looking for jobs. That's good, I guess. Did you hear the music? No, I can't hear anything from the what you're showing. No, we we fixed that last time. So that shit was really loud in my ear because it had some Miami fucking music going on. Uh huh. So that's actually good that it didn't. Oh, okay. It didn't. Uh, so let's pause the share. Stop the share. All right. Um, so that was just a little sample of like the mayor fucking they people meet, being introduced to Cuban coffee for the first time. Uh, but back to the show, um, I would rate it probably like a 7.4, I think is fair. It's pretty good. It's pretty, um, it's pretty good. I think at first it started off heavy with like in the first episode with like five sex scenes. So I was like, oh, it's going to be that type of show. But it really mm -hmm. wasn't in the end. I guess they were just getting that out of the way. Yeah, that was the hook. <laughs> it was like, let's set all the relationships up and get that out of the way because we're going to talk about where this show is going. Yeah, so you have a corrupt FBI agent. You yeah. have you have a lot of drama. Um, for some people, it may be too far out there, but but for others, they they may just enjoy something new. Um, if you like those CBS crime shows, hmm. but no, maybe want to. Yeah, I don't either. I think they're corny. <laughs> they're so this bad. Is like, they're so bad. This is like to the ex to times twenty because like you can curse. There's like I said, there's drug dealers gangs there's also, everything also it's you know that's like they're they're making something of their lives and they're all kind of like failures in a way but they're all coming together to to exactly and and you Sometimes see how like gangster sorry to interrupt how gangster like um tech investors are too so you see a lot of different aspects yeah, yeah. of everything and, and it seems that's the the underlying theme is that they're all very smart and very hungry and some have scruples some have morals and some don't and a lot of them don't so this is kind of a you know taking it to the next level on those that are like we're going to get paid like we're we know what we're doing we know how we can get paid and we're going to get paid exactly uh did you see anything new or uh well i i let you know that i saw wrath of man and that was fire like go go see that film immediately guy Ritchie, i'm a big fan i've seen i think all of his movies even the bad ones and this one reunites him with jason statham which as you know is you know, like the world's most popular action star besides dwayne johnson dwayne the rock johnson um but he got his start you know on the there you go see it folks uh you uh he, he got his start on the british diving team back in the 90s and then he just you know on a whim auditioned for uh snatch or uh lockstock lockstock and two smoking barrels and he got that part and then he became a kind of a staple for the the, the crime film uh genre oh that's a guy Ritchie movie yeah oh shit 
Yeah, yeah I, go I'll back and, and, and recycle or go through, cycle through again the Guy Ritchie encyclopedia and you will see some great stuff. He's not, he's not, I don't think he's in any of the bad Guy Ritchie movies, but um, <laughs> yeah, Wrath of Man was, was very gritty, very violent. There's not anywhere near as much humor as there was in, say, The Gentleman, which is was my favorite movie of 2020. Uh, I saw it in 2020, even though it came out in 2019. Um, that's that's a hilarious crime gangster film. Um, go watch both of those if you haven't already. But um, but yeah, uh, Wrath of Man is in theaters now, and it should be available to stream very soon. I think next week, I think, is when you can start renting it at home for an exorbitant amount of money, or you can wait even further until you can rent it. Uh, I also watched Army. Snatch. The- that's Snatch. right. He was yeah. Snatch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah i was gonna i'm glad you're talking kind <laughs> <Yeah>. of, no <laughs> that's funny uh but i also watched army of the dead on netflix and that was a ordeal but i got through it uh uh yes i saw that too bro did you watch it tell me what you thought about it as soon as you get your mic back up as soon as you come back in the back home if you've seen a Zack Snyder movie, you haven't seen them all. Do yourself a favor, go watch his uh, his debut as a director, the remake of Dawn of the Dead, and you get a little bit of a taste of what you'll see in this one. But it's so like insane, like to the craziest degree, like over long, overpopulated with backstory, all these things. I still can't hear you, so I hope you're still hooked up. If you're talking at all. Can you hear me? I can hear you now. It's just choppy. Oh, shit. My bad, dude. Let me fix some wires. Yeah. <laughs> we don't edit anything. No, just this is what you guys get. This flow, is baby. Turn it up to 11. Shabam. While you're can fixing you hear me that, now? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, yeah, I can hear you. Uh, I'm going to give you a quick beer review. I'm having uh, Blue Point Brewing Company's Imperial Sunshine. It's a hot That's a 9.6%. Blondale with orange and natural flavors. It's tangy. It's punchy. It's not as like blanket alcohol flavor as like a golden monkey or anything like that. But it's, you get it on the back end. It's almost like you're drinking a mimosa. It's like, it's very light. Yeah, on the back end, you get more of the alcohol flavor. So this is good. This is really good. This is the first time I've had it. I actually bought it just because I knew we were going to have a show tonight. Um, I'd give that a hot like 8.7. That's nice. Damn. That's a nice That's a nice beer. And I, like I said, I wouldn't have too many Damn, of them. That's a really high rating. In one setting, but Imperial Sunshine, again, is the is the name of the beer by Blue Point Brewing Company. What's the alcohol percentage on that? 9.6. Holy 9.6. shit. To be that smooth? Out of yeah, that'll fuck you up. That'll, that packs York, a punch. Or Portsmouth, New Hampshire. So up in the Northeast, they're doing their thing. And you're Northeast a, has some good beers. Shout out. Shout out to all of our listeners up there. And even those who don't listen to us, you guys make some good beers too. Um, <laughs> and you're having a, a Kiran Ishiban. Yes. We, just tall a go-to, boy. simple, tall boy. It's so like good. $2 at Publix. I mm-hmm. it's just quick simple delicious you can't it goes it goes good with food too oh that's a that's a great food beer it's great to cook with too yes absolutely 
okay um, give me your give me your feedback on army of the dead because we got to move this shit along <laughs> yeah army of the dead um it's an okay movie it's 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 like you said it's got a lot of backstories going on but that's on purpose because he's going to try to make this one of those Zack snyder worlds where mm-hmm. he could do a prequel and a sequel and i think that he might get some green lights on those i think they already made comic books or like graphic novels on some of those things and yeah i didn't even know plan is to make netflix movies off of those off of those graphic novels just individual characters like telling their story about the whole thing batista's the leading man uh, yeah batista someone that i kind of late in life saw in wrestling uh he's very famously known for his uh marvel Mm -hmm. hero character that he's i think he's leaving um it was okay. It wasn't like you must see or anything like that. Uh, what's interesting though is the Crystalia character, which oh, I heard they spent millions. Story. Yes. Yeah, I yes. thought it was it was kind of like a dig at him, but at the same time I could see why that the the Ta- Negario Taj I forgot her name. Tigna Notaro. Yeah, Tig Notaro so, kind of so looks like him. Go back and tell the audience. Well, that's a great point. Uh, go back and tell the audience why chris delia was not in the film well chris delia for those that aren't familiar with him he's a comedian uh he's friends he's an la comedian to be precise from the comedy store um joe rogan friend brian callen brandon schaub he's from that world he has his own podcast uh has a couple of netflix specials has had tv shows um he's had roles and all types of shit and his next thing that he really wanted to be passionate about was to be an action star movie, which is hilarious because he's so scrawny. Um, so what happened with him is his career was fucking going great. He would wear sunglasses inside and said, you know why I'm wearing sunglasses inside? Because my future is bright. <laughs> he would say shit like that. Um, but then what happened was he got yeah, me too. A firestorm of a Me Too mm-hmm. in the sense that a girl said that more than one girl came out. At first, it started with tweets. And this girl's like, I can't believe uh, Netflix, or it's no, she's like, it's hilarious that Dalia is playing a rapist on Netflix when, you know, he tried to hit on me when I was 17, blah, blah, blah. And then that started a firestorm girls from all over were like yeah he hit on me too he hit on me too he hit on me too and then immediately he gets dropped by everybody gets canceled fucking loses jobs he gets he filmed this movie and it costs millions of dollars to re-edit his scenes with a girl who i thought had the worst part in the entire movie her her lines are so dry and maybe because i'm biased and i kept thinking how would chris do it but like uh-huh. I hated her corny lines. I really, really did not enjoy it. I'm I'm in the middle. I'm in the middle on where she was as far as like her delivery. I thought her she delivery was she, horrible. She, she played the the like but I could be biased. The, the dry comedy pretty well. Could I see him doing it better? Yeah, maybe. By, by I, I don't billion. know. I don't know. Maybe it's possible. His he's a little bit more fluid, I think, and her brand of comedy is what you're expecting like when you see her in the movie you're like i know what i'm getting <laughs> you know i guess so I, Maybe I thought about, I, I could I thought be about, biased though i thought about 75 percent of what she said was like on the mark <laughs> okay i could see that but at the same time since those lines were written for someone else 
and I know who that person was, my brain couldn't take it. It's like, oh, really? no, I could see. So you knew in. that walking in. Yeah, I, I was. I didn't like, know fuck, that. Man. I didn't know there was that whole history. That whole. Oh, I did. So geez, it fucked me up. It fucked, I'm like, you are fucking ruining this for me. <laughs> I I hated her ruining it. To be because, honest, I thought it was the worst. But other people loved it. You're not the only one. I've heard other yeah, people say it was yeah. great. I mean, I, I thought she did a, an okay job with you know the material that she was handed because it wasn't meant to be an Oscar worthy role. But I mean, I think stand up comics and and she's had other great successes. She's had. Uh, one mississippi a series on amazon that was just about her life growing up like she she's already done that and been successful with that besides her comedy career and other acting obviously but um i i yeah i thought she 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 kind of stepped into it and did her best and it, it will only the time will only tell if there's another snyder cut in this movie that you oh, see on the shit, dark I never web. thought about that yeah yeah let the crystal wheel what out because yes. it's already hilarious. shot it's already shot so somebody has the footage and somehow somewhere it's going to come out where like someone is going to take that footage and put it into the movie that netflix re released but it's going to be kind of few and far between like you're not going to realize why you're watching it okay there's that cut there's that you know that snip but there are so many like technical errors apparently with this movie that like people are shitting on it just for that. It's not the bad acting. It's not the story. It's not the just okayness of the movie. Yeah, they had to refilm entire things. I think the yeah, only yeah. actress, the only actor she actually did a live retake with was um, the Spanish girl who's been in Hollywood for a long time. The, um, the, the main girl with Batista. <laughs> okay. The older one, I forgot her name. The Spanish girl. I'm just saying, she looks, a Spanish guy saying it. Just I want yeah, you. <laughs> I forgot. I mean, she's like a. She's always been like the background actress, but you she's wife. cool. I like her. She's like um. No offense to her or anything like that, but she's like a poor man's um, version of the great from Blow. Who's the actress from Blow? Penelope Cruz. Penelope Cruz. She reminds me of Penelope Cruz. But that's why I said it's a poor man's because she's not Penelope Cruz. Penelope. Uh, but she did good. I I liked her. I liked her. Yeah, part. I thought so too. She did a good job. Yeah. But anyways, the drama with Chris, just to just to let the people that don't know about him, um, was that yeah, his career took an entire hit. He went like just he at first fought back and he showed screenshots. He's like, one girl told him he was seventeen. He's like, whoa, I didn't know you were that young. Like you know, maybe we'll talk in a year. So his he is guilty of being a creep towards like girls that yeah. are really young. That's yeah. that's his thing. But there was no hard evidence that he did anything illegal. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like everything was in, no, in a great gray point, area, I mean, but all on the legal side. Yeah. I so mean, should he be punished the way he was? That's that's debatable. Some people may no, see that, that like I think that's the 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 point of the hearsay where it gets like okay. You probably shouldn't have talked to that person that you didn't realize. And I'm, I'm giving good faith, obviously. I'm, I'm saying that, you know, he didn't know. But was that in his best interest to say, hey, young looking girl, <laughs> let me let me talk to you. Let me text you a little bit and see what's going on. Yeah, I'm sure he got nudes and stuff like that. And um, I just don't know if like he is someone like a Harvey Weinstein. 
you know, same type of outcome, but not the same crime, not the same level. Maybe the, um, the difference is he, but they he goes quiet for a little while and he comes back and he says, he did it. come back. He's doing his podcast. No, no, I know he's doing yeah. that, but I mean, he's, he's making some money from that. He's got some roles. I'm sure he's doing some shows, but he comes back and he says, I've had, I've hired an investigative team. I've done all the research. They've interviewed these people and they found out that nothing happened. Like I, I talked to people, I texted people. I was in, I was in the wrong for doing that, but like I didn't do anything that's illegal. He that could take a couple of years. Um, yeah, I know. I think I know. That... And, and he's, I think in his forties, he's, he's probably young enough that he could have a career after that. We'll see. We'll see. I, he, he took a break even from his podcast, but he's back. He's been putting out episodes. Uh, I know that probably makes him a little bit of money. He comes from money. So he was never, he was one of those guys that was like, Doesn't care. yeah, he, he's always had money. So this, and he just recently had a kid. Like he's got a whole bunch of drama. Yeah, he's he's um, good. He's fine. His first episode back was pretty. Like that that was when everybody was passing around. Like holy shit, Dewey is back. Like that was one of those things. <laughs> uh, before we leave the subject, the one thing I will say is that his situation is one of those of, like my mom always said, like, like you put too much into your friends because family really in the end is all you have. Yeah. And sometimes you don't you don't realize that what what an adult is saying when you're a child. Uh, but in his case, you see it because every one of his friends kind of turned on him mm. like without hesitation, kind of save your ass. I don't blame them, but it's just it's just like a rude awakening, uh, especially for him that like maybe he wasn't as close to some of these people. That's a great celebrity great friends. Point. Great yeah. point. Never take thought. sides against a family. Yeah, and then family, your family's always gonna get your, your back fam- guilty. If your family's in there the most in there like swimwear, then uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, those are the, the the movies, the shows um yeah. that recently were on the radar. Do you want um, to shout out your law of power or do you want to save that? Well, we could save it at the end okay. if you want. Right. If you have something you want to. News. Uh, Kevin Spacey is set to return to acting, playing, of course, a wrongfully accused pedophile. What do you he think is about such a that? Savage. <laughs> Kevin Spacey, when he started doing those cooking videos, motherfucker doesn't have to work. Like he doesn't have to do anything. He's like, I'm gonna start doing these weird videos. <laughs> I think that's just him giving zero fucks. I think it's him even playing a card of like, I know a lot more about you people than you know about me. Mm-hmm. Um, do, you think he's, do you think he's like serious or do you think he's just like guilty and loving it? He's just waiting for the other shoe to drop. He is someone where like, I feel has the ability to say, you bring me all the way down, I'm taking this ship with me. Mm. Like, I'm going to burn yeah, the a fucking... Book. Um, like, yeah, he's got one of those. Like, <laughs> yep. I don't think he's dumb. I think he's pretty smart. Um, he was, like, a, in my opinion, a like, great actor. What I know will put Brian Singer in jail for 10 lifetimes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Shit like that. I've been to a Brian Singer pool party. <laughs> I have it on tape. Yeah. Um, State's evidence. Kevin Spacey comes out and he's like, I'll put the president underneath. I will. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It, it's not being filmed in the United States, though, right? I think that's his loophole. 
I don't know. I'm pretty sure that's true. I think the character he's playing is an Italian. So okay, yeah, I think it's a foreign film. So that's going to be his maybe his slow comeback into Hollywood, possibly. Maybe. Um, that yeah, it's interesting. From like like you mentioned before, I mean, it's it's a crazy parallel because he was supposed to be in a Ridley Scott movie about a kid, a high profile like rich person kidnapping a little while ago called um, All the Money in the World. And they did multiple stories on that, on that, or they did multiple productions of that story at the same time in late in the last decade. But he had to be reshot with Christopher Plummer, who died what Christopher recently. Plummer looks like. I don't even know who the yeah, fuck he that died. Is. He died last year. Um, Corona? No, no, just he was 90 something years old, but he was in like Sound of Music and all these other movies. Uh, that guy was playing fucking the role that he was supposed to yes, have? Yes, he was reshot with that guy at the That's last kind of weird. And they still put the movie out. Of course, the movie bombed. But <laughs> do you see that? <laughs> I don't see right. it. Like, at least with the Crystalia thing, she looks like him. She, she looks... does. She does. And she, she acts like him as well. I mean, Look at that right next to each other in the same room. Look at that. Beautiful. That's interesting. That's interesting. I think they did a good job of dressing uh, Kevin Spacey up for that role. But anyway. Now, do you, uh, do you think it's, I mean, we live in a time where that is the move, right? Like, Prosthetics, it can't be argued digital. that you take out a person because of something they did. But do you think it, there's an argument to be made to separate the artist? the personal life of the artist from the work from the art you're still responsible like, for what you carry right so i mean people look at me and they're like eh <laughs> in general but i mean like you're you're a micromanager like that's pretty much what my job is <laughs> like lots of control like i'm a control freak i like to control things uh, part of what i do professionally is hold people accountable so to separate that from the personality would be very, very diff difficult. But when you look at something that's criminal and somebody who has had a pretty distinguished career, but also has been in the same kinds of circles as folks that have been accused of doing things, the same things that you're being accused of, I don't know. I don't know that there's really a difference between the, the roles that you play and who you personally are. In Spacey's case, I think he's smarter than that. And I think he's probably done some shit that he's guilty of, but he's also trying to say like, I don't care. I'm gonna make whatever art I can. I'm gonna do whatever I can to make sure that I'm not going away. I haven't been convicted. I'm not guilty in the eyes of the law. And I'll be, I'll be here doing movies as long as I'm able. You know, yeah, and he went on offense, I think, in the he's legal. Really world. smart. Like he's smarter than all of the characters that he's played, <laughs> which is probably saying a lot. <laughs> yeah, and he was accused basically of like um he's had some accusers that won't go on public. One did, one said that like at a party he kind of fondled him or something, and he was only 15, which I always thought was weird. Like, why is a 15-year-old at a Hollywood party yeah. in the first place? But That's true. I guess it was like an acting get-together type of shindig. Um, 
my thing is with like your comparison is that I think there is a big difference with entertainment, right? I think that yeah. like entertainment, whether it's music, like a Michael Jackson or the guy that did Great Balls of Fire, who was like married to like a 15 year old, like there's. The fuck is that guy? I forgot his Brought name. Brought it up. It's like. <laughs> <laughs> My point is, is that like with entertainment, like you're enjoying an art form. But like, are you supposed to not enjoy it because the person did something in their I don't private know. I don't, life? I don't know what the pathology is here. I don't know what the connection between exposed, like Jerry Lee Lewis. No, that's not his name. <laughs> Maybe it's just Jerry. No, Jerry Lewis. No, not him either. <laughs> uh, what I was trying to say is, it, it's it's weird. It is Jerry Steve. Lewis. You see, he married a thirteen-year-old. All right, that's <laughs> not okay. But I'm saying, are you not supposed to like that song, though? I know it's not okay, and it's disgusting. Like, right? It's easy, like even in even in Draw that time, straight line kind of... from Tom Cruise to Jerry Lee Lewis to Brian Singer to Scientology. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's a whole bunch you... of weirdos. <laughs> And that guy recently that's been in court, Madison from uh, Matheson from uh, the 70s show. Are you not supposed to laugh at his oh, scenes Masterson. anymore? Masterson, sorry. Andy Masterson. Yeah, he like, like a bunch of women. He did disgusting, gross Horrible shit that things. he should be fucking. Horrible things. Yes. He shouldn't he live. Should be shot in the but, I agree. <laughs> but my point is that, like, are you not supposed to enjoy that 70s show? Like, that's what I'm saying. Entertainment is weird. Like it's different in the professional you're, world, which you're, you're gonna go back. You're gonna go back and you're gonna see that that was the higher spirited show of that era. And they are still like they're still airing it 20 years later, you know, when it becomes 20 years later. And it still gets yeah. it's it's like friends. Like, okay, most of the people on that show had drug addictions. Like one of them is obviously brain damaged, and tonight actually they're doing the reunion show on HBO. I didn't even know that. <laughs> so Matthew Perry is one of the stars of that show, and he's he's been shown in a lot of compromising ways, just having this thousand yard stare, just looking at the camera, and then picking it back up as conversation several later, several minutes later. Like, are you all right, dude? He's like, oh, where was I? <laughs> like, he's toast. He's done. But similar to Perry, yeah, Matthew Perry. He's um. Are you pulling him up, Elsa? What was his name in Friends? That's not Joey. Chandler. It's the other guy, Chandler. Chandler on the show. He's the one that recently was on a dating app. He's such a dork. Actors are dorks, dude. Like so many of them are. Be nice, empty, all right? Empty. They're, 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 if you think about what an actor is before they hit fame and they become cool because of the characters they play. They're theater kids, right? Sure. In sure. the end, they're fucking theater kids. And theater kids is a unique person. And I, when I say dork, kids. I don't even Probably mean it in a negative tone. Fucking hang out with. <laughs> say it again. <laughs> this Kevin Spacey theater kid is probably the one I don't want to hang out with. Exactly. Um, <laughs> but my point is, the reason I brought that up or that even making that example is that we went into friends. Um, there's a dating app for rich people and celebrities called Ryu. Raya. Why are you asking me? 
No, I'm, I'm, I'm abstaining. I just forgot if it's Ryu or Ra it's Raya. I'm pretty sure it's Raya. I'll bring it up here in a second. Um, and what a trend is now started by the girl that did it to Ben Affleck is girls that are of age over 18 on these apps are now sharing that, hey, I'm 18, Matthew Perry's hitting on me. And she shared the videos. How do you get on with these apps? I'm not asking because um, I want for, to. No, for, for, Raya, for Raya, you got to gotta be either invited or you have to show like credentials. Well, that makes sense. You are. Because, yeah, there's got to be handlers. There's got to be somebody who's given access to young people. Yeah, hot girls that are... And they, they may have money too, but at the same time, I would imagine those are the two things is like money and connection. Like that's how you be part of the club. Exactly. Look, I'll show up. I'm bringing it up now. He's getting into his technical production skills live for the listeners. Yeah, for the for the He's listeners, I'm just showing. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just showing him um, how the Raya app. Here's how it's spelled. Mm -hmm. Raya, like Raya and the Last Dragon, which R A Y A. I, I took my daughter to see that film. It's she's five. It's very intense. Wait until your kid is like seven or eight, please. For <laughs> if you what? Even if you watch it at home. Do you see over here? Yeah, I see. So like these two girls. And that's unfortunate because none of that is flattering. <laughs> what, what, what Matthew Perry did was some dorky shit. He played like a questions game with her. And then this girl with uh, Ben Affleck, um, she basically didn't believe him at first. So Ben then sent her a message on Instagram. It's like, it's me. Why didn't you like... We could have a whole believe? show just dissecting what people put, put on this this uh, this app. Point is, is that it's fucked up that it's a trend now for some of these girls just for clicks and followers okay, that's really to bad. call out a celebrity who's of age that they're engage him with as being some sort of creep is what they're trying to paint him as if anything it shows if anybody that's smart or nuanced looks into it it's like it makes them look bad like i think you're talking to them bad. um i can see that if you're i can actor, see that but if, if you're, if you're starting a relationship like go try to meet people well like, they're gonna know who you are that but then it's like <laughs> Than dealing with like paparazzi and shit like that, I can understand why they go to an app. Okay. It's more private. It's got the hottest girls. It's, not private, it's already filtered Look, out. It's not private. That's dumb. Like put anything on an app. It's not private. I agree. I agree. But like, I think you, the normal Joe can't join that dating app. I don't know what the requirements no, are, but I know do. it's not we like start one. <laughs> not what, for what us, would be, but what for would other be normal Joes. Who just want to meet, you know, actors and actresses who are washed up. That's funny. <laughs> you know, washed up actor. I'm sure there's a market for that. Uh, we spent a lot of time on entertainment. I'm just going to say that uh, John Cena, this dude, definitely woke. He's definitely in the uh, the CCP connect. So he might be the new president when when Biden's gone. Just letting you know. So what did he do? He apologized because he called Taiwan a country. That's right. That's right. And you can't do that. But he did it in he, he spoke in Mandarin on Weibo, which is the uh, you know, it's like a Twitter for 
for China. China only. China only Twitter. Because they're special. And they have to have their own things. And they were pissed? They were mad. I mean, it wasn't the Chinese government. It was the people that responded to his post about him being sorry. <laughs> so, good luck, John Cena. I hope your movie does well. Boop! Boop, boop! <laughs> <laughs> you used to be a hero you. for so many <laughs> so many young people that? in our country oh beautiful picture he looks a little so for the for the listeners is john cena with the uh, chinese president's hair john china 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 i think i'm pronouncing that correctly john china i suck i pronounced all right well you want to move into sports yeah, what's up with the sports world? Perfect. Let's get it. Uh, so Orlando City, from the Orlando perspective, remains undefeated. So they have been they have had some ties, but they're ranked second in the division. So good stuff. While downtown, I witnessed a pro-Palestinian march. And I walked alongside the Palestinian protesters. Pissed up? You <laughs> put your star David away? Yeah, no, I didn't I didn't have my patch on. <laughs> that that day <laughs> but i waved to them as they went by and and the the police stopped traffic as the protesters went by so i just kind of like went with our little group and they stopped traffic for us too and we went to the soccer game and they they won the game so that was my story about that <laughs> I thought it was that's one conflict not the orlando team but the palestinian israel shit that i just refuse to even learn more about because you're really not going to get like unless you live it you're really not going to know what the fuck I is hear, going on i hear so many sides it's great There's so many it's, sides. it's great to hear of people who have been there that don't live there they've been there on like vacation or whatever visiting family and they're like this is fucking insane this is no way to live and then from the israeli side it's like there are fucking rockets over us every other month like i don't know what the fuck to do this has been where my family's been for generations there's no like the what's the answer right and, and this is the sports section of the show what's the answer is like we need to have like, like a nato intervention where we treat it like germany after world war ii and everything is policed by other countries everything is policed by the international community israel would never allow that make it happen israel yeah. guess what <laughs> you just got no, occupied. They got they got nukes. <laughs> They're gangsters. You, you just Israel, got occupied. I'm just saying like, that's this is that's the only way it's going to get better. It's like I can see that we're, being we're gonna have case. a like green zone that's like right down the middle, and you're not allowed to do all these things. If you don't want to be here, get out, and then they just pause it until a political situation can be achieved. If the political situation is some other country like Iran or the US decides they want to nuke the other one, then that's not on the table. And so they have to come to terms with any demilitarization, denuclearization, any other things like that before they can get to a political solution. So like that that's what has to happen before because it's ultimately like you, they'll never see eye to eye. They will never, ever be able to say, yes, we're friends. They'll never be able to have a border between cities or countries. There's no fucking way. 
Dude, it doesn't seem like it. It's just too complicated of an issue for me. I don't really give a fuck. I have an Israeli friend who was one of my best friends in life. Um, is he, he's is he passionate like about it. Not like hardcore. He does, but but he he definitely has his side. Like you know, what I'm saying like he's not gonna tippy toe around shit if you ask him. But he's not someone that's like in your face. Like oh, you gotta. I don't know some. It's just such a complicated issue that I really have. Let's get no, him on the show. Let's have him talk about no it. No pardon. <laughs> that would I mean be it. funny. I mean it. Let's we get him on the show. And we'll bring him on the show for, for other shit. He's one of the funniest human beings that I've ever met in my life. All right. Um, but that's a takeaway for you. Let's get him on the show. Not next show, but whenever he's available. No, for sure. And he has to say, maybe I don't really know any pal- pal- for anybody from Palestine. <laughs> I know Egyptians and other Muslims, but not anybody from the other side. There are Palestinian Jews that are in support sure. of the two-state solution. Yeah, there's woke-ass Jews that are in support of like <laughs> the the. It's woke it's ass. crazy. It's so complicated. Where are you I don't from? Even... Oh, I'm from woke-ass Jewish. <laughs> yeah, I'm from woke-ass Israel. Fucking Netanyahu. <laughs> Yeah, like there's people getting fired from their jobs on these stances. Like it's just it's very complicated. I think it's ignorant for someone that doesn't live there to say that like they know one way or the other who's right, who's wrong. It's um, hard for this generation to say that uh you know the future is now and then look at history and say that's what it should be. So I think people need to go in with some humility and some perspective and if they're ready to really have that conversation, they better have all the facts. Keep your receipts. Exactly. Keep the receipts, have them ready because you will be asked for them. Uh, sports, Tim Tebow going to the Jaguars. For some reason, the media loves that. They love hating on him. Selling on they some love jerseys. bringing it up. Number one jersey sales. Shout out to so the Tebow. Make money. Uh, I think it was a genius move by the Jaguars. It's a financial move. It brings... Uh, the media to them, even though I think they only have one primetime game this year. Um, I think that Urban Meyer knows how to handle distractions better than anybody or, or he's up there. Um, and I think it's a financial move more than anything. I think it's genius marketing. To they're bring not paying more. him anything. They're, not, they're paying him like a million dollars a year. Yeah, it's a one-year contract. It's nothing. And, and exactly right. You probably get a bonus for selling the most jerseys. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You probably make more money just on the jerseys than anything. Remember and that? also, he's a he's a great um, maybe I don't want to say like role model, but he's someone I, I that's that he is a good role model. He is, he is. But I meant for his teammates. I, I would say that he's a good person. I would say that he. Oh, absolutely. You know, there, there I'm a fucking Tebow fan, like, dude. I'm going to go do this. I'm going to go do this. He's been on all of the college football programming shows. He's been on some NFL shows. He's played in the NFL relatively successfully for what he did. He, he fucking great- beat the Pittsburgh Steelers in a playoff game, dog. He's got more wins than some quarterbacks currently that have been there for years. In great the college career. He has a better college Amazing career. Amazing college career. That are playing in the NFL now. <laughs> Got one of the best college careers of all time. So whatever hate you want to spew upon him, that's fine and, and totally okay. But like, don't hate him because he has a one year contract with the fucking Jaguars. <laughs> Makes no sense. But but that's part of the genius, I think, of the decision to bring him in. It just brings attention to the team. Uh, that's what they need. Um, 
they're they're spending a lot on this team. They're spending a lot in this organization, which they should. And, uh, which they should. The owner's cool as shit. I'm. I've always been a f- big fan of the owner of con, the newest man. owner, Con. He, yeah. you know, the fun fact. He bought this fucking team from a rich guy that made his fortune selling, I think, women's shoes. That's the way you do it. Cater <laughs> to your audience and then sell to your real fans. Like that's the that's the guy who. He's like, you know what? I'm going to make a, this is a, the story of Ferdinand Porsche. He's like, we're going to make cars that we can sell to everybody when we work for Volkswagen. We're going to sell cars to everybody. And then after a certain point in time, he said, I want to make the car that I want to drive. It doesn't exist right now. So he said, I'm going to build it myself. I'm going to design it and build it myself. I would love to hear his opinion on Ferrari at that time. Why a Ferrari wasn't good enough for him. It didn't exist. Wait, no way. Really? Porsche was before Ferrari? Yep. Oh, I just learned the Ferrari story. I was amazed too. Yep. There's a cool documentary for the car nerds out there um, that has to do with the famous Ford versus Ferrari. Mm-hmm. But um, it's a documentary, so it really gets into the history of like who the fuck Ferrari is, uh, where he came from, how he did it. But I didn't. I've always wanted to know about Porsche, so I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Hopefully, there's a documentary about that somewhere. Go, baby. I did not know that about that where you were just telling me. You brought the NFL. Uh, they are launching a review after an Asian American coach was told he was the wrong minority for a particular position. What do you think about that? One? Now, <laughs> is he the one? Say, is he the, is he the one saying that that's the situation, or someone else said that that's what happened? Yeah, Gordon. of course, that's what he said. Yeah, like Asians are riding that wave. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, we're in we're in a in a like a, a comedian just got into a lot of trouble, Tony Hinchcliffe, for going hard at an Asian. That he thought was his friend, but he said some crazy shit and out of context. Well, short story. Uh, Hinchcliffe is someone that like writes for the W. He used to write for the WWE. He always gets called to work on uh, Comedy Central roasts. So the, the famous roasts, the highest journalistic standards. <laughs> yeah, um, he's a good writer, comedian. I personally think he's funny. His stand-up special on Netflix uh, for who for his talent, I thought was kind of weak. Um, but he's known he's famous right now for having his own show. It's called Kill Tony. The the, <laughs> the so it's it's a great show because what it is the premise is he gives he puts he allows people before the show starts to put their name in a bucket. When he puts his hand in there and pulls your name out, you got one minute to do stand-up in front of him his co-host and like a guest person, which could be someone famous like Joe Rogan, right, right, fucking right. whoever the case may be. It's actually a really cool show. Um, this guy that's been on his show who also he's taken on tour and has opened for him. It's a Chinese comic from Texas named like Fang Dang or something like that. Um, Fang Dang performed in Texas right. was recording the set 
Tony went next. And what he did was immediately, without even going to Tony after the show, he took the tape, clipped it to what he needed, and put it out there as, look at what this racist is doing. Because wow. Tony Hinchcliffe came out and said, nope. oh, look at all your race traitors. No, he's like, he, he came out saying some crucial things about like race traders and called them the C word and did all like he was really hardcore with if anybody sees this out of context not right now i will no i will other comics put out the whole clip and if you're in comedy it's a very standard move to really go against the guy that was there before you right and like completely go hard at that person it's like some people say maybe he shouldn't have said certain words but like they the understand intent. and respect the art of the intent of what he was doing. And that's exactly what he was doing. It wasn't that he's a racist against Asians, which is what the clip made it seem like where this guy gets TMZ fucking TV time. Now he's gotten his followers up. All the woke people have joined this guy in his struggle. Uh-huh. So the thing was, is that before Tony went up at the end, uh, the Asian guy did like a, like stop Asian hate month. He did like something okay. like that. So Tony's like, you guys fucking make me puke, you fucking race traitors. <laughs> he went he went hardcore. He goes, you motherfuckers. I can't believe like you supported this shit. But he's just doing comedy. And they killed in the room. Everybody was laughing. I'm sure. But when you clip that and don't put context, that's why to our listeners, why context is so important for comedy life politics sports everything don't edit anything just but he did release edited release it as it happened and let people decide on their own if you have comments yeah it's better if you if you comment on what actually was said versus what you want other people to think some people would argue that the impact of that shock yeah but people like like this guy just gained clout for the rest of his life he's a hero to the woke because of what he did, no matter what happens, show me the, the people check. that joined the people show, that joined the, his. Show me the job security in that. Oh, he's going to get job when you yeah. when you have he, TMZ he saying, the, "Why would he do that to like, you?" What the fuck are you gonna get from that? You're a comedy guy. Like, what... <laughs> I, I want to comedy. Know, I want to know where, like, treating someone in your profession the wrong way. And taking comments out of context is going to get you a career. It does for the woke, and the woke controls things like. I feel like we're preaching now. Mainstream like we really TV are. stuff. We really are. We so he can get were. an opportunity on TV, not yeah, know, maybe in live how, shows. How long comedy. does that last? That's not a career. Correct. Correct. It doesn't and then, even get you another interview. You'll, you'll have more haters than fans because of it, because not everybody's that dumb just to fall for fall for it, especially when the whole clip comes out. Yeah. I forgot how I even got on that subject. Sorry. I mean, continue. I mean, was there a way that the uh, there was a next step or for the uh, for Hinchcliffe? Did, did he, um, he talk about Here's the thing. Or... He's hard to be canceled. I mean, what happened was he got dropped by his talent agency. Mm-hmm. So that's just pretty big. That's the end of a career for him. That he got dropped from there. But here's the thing: like the main income that he makes is from he's his own boss. He has killed Tony. 
You're not going to take away his show. It's not on a network. It's a fucking live stream show. You know who enjoyed Kill Tony was one of our guests. Matt, the artist, the comic book artist. Oh, yeah. Matt Sutton. He, 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 Matt Sutton. He likes Kill Tony. That's a fan of that show. Like me get, and him probably get don't. Matt Sutton on the show again and get him to bring Kill Tony on the show again. To Kill Tony. Yeah. About, I remember we talked about him on, what was it episode seven, I think? <laughs> You have a better memory than I do, which is a great <laughs> episode, guys. When we had it. Matt, uh, talented, he's he's drawn for Marvel. We went to uh, the Thirsty he, Topher. It's a beautiful yeah, bar in downtown. Beautiful bar, yeah. One anyway, of the most low-key beer bars there is, up. but like it's romantic. It's quality for good conversation and romance. You know, we should do our next live show there. I think that'd be. Good. I'm down. I'm down to go back. back. And, and it's been a while. Know. We we still care about him. Stimulate the local economy, and that goes to everybody. Um, I ain't wearing a mask. Nope. <laughs> vaccinated. I'm bringing my money. <laughs> Do you have any headline queens for us? Oh, well, I got a hot one for you. UNC backs down on tenured professorship for Hannah Nicole Jones, author of the 1619 Project. Wow, that's a deep one. I didn't know the details of it, but uh, do you know anything about it? I just know that she still has a job with the university, but it's uh, limited to a three to five year contract. She doesn't get tenureship for the rest of her life for writing what she did, but <laughs> that's because of the board of trustees saying her work was bullshit. A lot of people think her work is bullshit, but there's also a lot of people th- with loud voices on the keyboard that think that like if you go against her work you're racist which is crazy i haven't read the 1619 i've only read things about it i don't like it um i think it's kind of silly but it's someone's perspective so until i fully read it i can't like be super judgmental but it just sounds like some woke bullshit just on this topic someone that hates america (laughs) yeah i don't think she hates america she just wants it to be different or, or thinks America. She, she wants it to be more. Uh, yeah, she wants it to be more profitable for her. Uh, just on that specific topic, um, there's another book that came out recently called Red, White, and Black, which is a collection of essays from Black academics who are saying the 1619 project is bullshit, and I. I committed. I'm going to get it. And That's read it. awesome. I'm going to get it and read it and I'm going to let you read it and let you give me your thoughts of it on the show. Um, so I'm good for them. I'm glad that that that's the way you have to fight something like that because it can't be a white person arguing it immediately. You get the block and shield of you're white. You don't, you can't, well, it's not opinion, just folks that you have can't been, have an opinion on it. Yeah. It's not just folks that have been in academia their entire lives. It's also athletes that have transitioned to, you know, they, they get their college degrees after they essentially graduate from the NFL or other sporting uh, groups. And, and they go and get their doctorates from like Harvard. And they're like, this is what I really think about this. Now that I've had an entire life to think about it, they're the ones who are sounding off in this collection of essays. That's so, awesome. So I, I don't know that, it's going to be anything you don't know already, but I do think it's going to be interesting. And I think it's going to have weight and value to conversations that we have. Well, what that hap- what that does just from what you just told me is it blocks the 
bullshit, typical, um, what, what am I trying to say? It blocks the people that immediately it cuts out the say that, it say out the- that, <laughs> that criticism on her work is racist. Because you can't oh, okay. say that if it's coming from other black people that have an opinion on it. Right. Because she's black. Determined that what she's written is not factually correct. So she's silly that, online on Twitter and shit. She's a fucking character. She, she's so. great. She's got a following. Let her do her thing. But you can still legally call her a liar for what she wrote and made money on. Like she she sold an alternative history. She decided there was going to be a different truth and people disagree with her. Let her sit in that silence. Die in that silence. <laughs> exactly. That's interesting. Um, so, yeah, good for her for making money, but, you know, if you don't... I'm glad a university stopped that bullshit, though. <laughs> a major university, not just some... Bullshit yeah, liberal was, arts little like school. Yeah. Yeah, that's a serious fucking university. Nobody's school. Uh, so we have a pivot to politics involved. Do you have any other? Um, no, a funny headline queen was, please, please. was Atlanta Councilman Antonio Brown, who voted to defund <laughs> the police. I'm gonna he had his car it. stolen. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to close out with that because I thought it was funny. I thought it was hilarious. I'm going to deliver. Go for it. Because they just show him with his fucking fist up in the air. And like, like, who did you call, bro? <laughs> did you call Antifa? Did you call your local Black Lives Matter chapter? No, you probably called the cops. That's exactly who you probably called. Uh, it's just funny to see when. So this young man. Full circle happened. City councilman who's running for mayor next cycle of Atlanta, Georgia, one of our beloved Southern cities. Uh, his name is Antonio Brown. He was at a ribbon cutting ceremony for uh, a new you know, building or something. And his car was stolen by four children. <laughs> and he is one of the guys who's advocating for the defunding of the police. <laughs> yeah, like crime, crime is going up weird. in your country. <laughs> like, a lot. I don't know. I think that um, Biden's PR team is going to be extremely well funded, and it has to be because there's so much shit going on where you can make comparisons to how the country is, and even the world, like the Israel shit, was compared to the Orange Man. Whether the world under a president like blue team biden is worth it to not have someone who is rude crude and mean on twitter um that's 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 something that i've been thinking about like what it regardless what if biden had like an attack dog on twitter no no what i mean is there's a lot of things that if red team gets organized there's going to be memes that he's going to have to battle. And memes right now, unfortunately, are how most people get their news. So he's going to have to battle shit like why lumber is more expensive, why gas is more expensive, why food is more expensive, why there's trouble in the Middle East when Trump had 10 peace deals. He's going to have to go through a line of shit, right? And now 
today just came out that he wants to do a six trillion dollar plan. That was one of my other headlines. Six trillion dollar budget. That's I didn't, fucking I didn't even look crazy, into it. dog. I didn't, even I didn't look into it either. I didn't look into it either. All right, well, I'm we'll like, have to get into that. I'm not surprised. I'm like, yeah, for sure. It's, it's hurting me to even think about that after all my, this. Other my point is, is that those middle voters, the voters that like don't care what team you're on, but they're going to vote for their family's best interest or self-interest right, or whatever's right, right. best for the country. That's going to be hard to sway them and like keep voting for us. Look what we've been doing. Because, you know what I'm well, saying? I mean, right now, right now, they're the only people that are doing anything. You know, you, you not look, for the better. You look across the aisle, and Republicans are talking about abortion. <laughs> like they're talking about gun gun rights, and the Biden administration is pushing through like multi trillion dollar spending infrastructure, like child care, like all these different things that people really do care about and really do want so like no one voted on abortion last election cycle no one voted on the abortion shit is stupid it's stupid like it's so stupid (laughs) it's it's dumb to bring it up but that's what republicans are talking about now is it what republicans are talking about or is it what the media is pushing that they're talking that, that's about? that's a great point that's a great point because i get my news from lots of different sources but i try to filter it down to common sense but that's what it seems like it seems like republicans are talking about a few things one of them being hunter biden's uh <laughs> false uh fbi check for uh, owning a gun. gun there was yeah. one <laughs> that's one thing that's one thing they're talking about they're uh, pushing that the wuhan oh, virus came yeah, the Wu- purposely <laughs> yeah that the wuhan virus the, came the from china and from the lab abortion at the supreme court those are like the three big republican talking points and the biden administration is pushing like to be honest, I haven't seen that much of the abortion shit other than leftist publications bitching about it, if that no, makes I mean, sense. I, I really haven't seen yeah, them push for it. That That's like that guerrilla, you know, I wouldn't say attack, but it's like letting people know that it's at the Supreme Court and the Supreme Court is majority conservative, like hardcore majority conservative, and that anything that comes up has a strong chance of being voted in a conservative way i don't think that the supreme court and this is just from my perspective i don't think the supreme court is going to uh nullify or overturn roe v wade because we've had a relatively stable time based upon that subject for so long i i don't think that in a again a a politically sensitive time that a politically charged court is going to take a politically charged action on that do you think otherwise what do you think no i agree with you and they've already shown that they don't vote on party lines this supreme court that trump put in has voted against trump shit like they're not bush appointee approved obamacare essentially so yeah it's what are we talking about what do we do yeah they do whatever the fuck they want or they do whatever they're told depending on the blackmail that whoever the fuck has over them um yeah epstein's making news again 
because Bill Gates is now being targeted by the media, no matter how much money he has, he still, that's my thing. I can't figure out why Bill Gates, the darling savior of the world is being targeted. I don't know if it's his wife that is making those moves. That's what I'm thinking. Blame the woman. (laughs) Blame a powerful woman. Women in the world that are listening to the show. I do not, I do not mean that. It's just a joke. (laughs) especially for the Germans. No, and it's, it's a props. <laughs> it's like it's like no one else could bring this guy down, but as soon as that divorce info came out, you noticed all the stories came out against him, which is like, it's yeah, not new. They're, they're like it's, really shitting on him. And they for are. For what reason. They're like really, really taking it to him. And now the, 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 the same type of stuff, journalism, is starting to open up against Fauci. They're starting oh, to like call him out. Ass. He's got something. He does. Know. He does. Ooh. I didn't realize how much hatred the guy ooh, that ooh, invented ooh, no. the uh, COVID test, mm-hmm. the PCR, no, PCR? Yep. Polymerase yeah. chain reaction. That's what that, is that what it is? Yeah. I used to do that in school. Yep. He, his test, that guy hated Fauci. He worked with him during the AIDS pandemic. He said that he would love to beat him up. That little fuck, like if he was walking to his car, he said some crazy shit on video. I didn't realize the hatred that he had towards this man. Can you can you find some of those clips that we can probably? I absolutely can our, because I see them recently. That'd be awesome. They're fucking great. Yeah, let's him talking dots, shit. Man. Yeah, there is some dots to connect, and then he uh, died not mysteriously, but like kind of interestingly, like a Nemo- thing. pneumonia, thing. August. 2019 mm-hmm. think about that then his test is the one that shows how many covid people exist <laughs> <laughs> when oh, yeah. he also warned about hey be careful of my test for viruses because like if you amplify it enough you can find anything the fuck you want because that's the whole point of this test it's like mm-hmm. the amplifications can make shit that's not there there Okay. You can amplify anything. You find anything. Oh, I mean, since we're on it. kind of gave a warning. Shit. What do you think about this, uh, the origin of the Wu flu? The I think flu? we've talked about it on this show year, like, several a times. while ago. You know, there's, there's all kinds of new developments. We've got, a I whole thought it was... shift. We've got a whole shift in the administration in the last 48 hours on how there should be an investigation on the origin. We did. We rather did. than, oh, it's just a natural occurrence. So I was what's your what's your initial and immediate take? Because we're probably gonna get the immediate the first and immediate take is something we've discussed before is always be suspicious of the media when they all Jamea push Jamea. a narrative. And the narrative that they were all pushing was the attack on it Trump after debunked. he said it was exactly. debunked. debunked. It's fake. Trump yeah. is lying. And all Trump said is like, look, if you look at the information that I've looked at, it looks pretty obvious that it came from that lab. Tom and everybody's like, what thing. is he saying that? Debunked. Everybody. Fox everybody said kept saying it was debunked. debunked. Everybody said, why are they Fox, saying that? It was like parody. They were the same thing. Like, it yeah. happens all the time. It's like our media gets one talking point. Like right now, you know what the talking point is? Fucking eating those bugs. Cicadas. What are they called? Cicadas. Jesus, cicadas. Lord, they, they are, are pushing disgusting. eating cicadas. 
on everything. I've seen cicada sushi. I've seen cicada ice cream. I've seen eat cicadas for this, eat cicada for that, eat cicada for this. These aren't people that individually thought about this as journalists. No, they got a talking point that they have to push, and then they all pushed it. Same thing with this Wuhan thing. They got a talking point that said, Trump said this, we have to say that. You can't fall back on Trump now. I mean, he's still talking, but no one hears, right? Well, you know who opened this up recently? Who's that? Who's that? And God bless him because he's hated so much, especially by one of our friends, Mm. is Rand Paul. Is he one of our friends? No, I said one of our friends hates him. Who actually commented on why he was happy that he had his ribs broken? Let's get Rand Paul on the show and have him refute whatever. (laughs) I know, I know, you know who I'm talking about. I do, but but Rand, his questioning in open hearings with Fauci is incredible. Like he basically he he came out after the initial questioning and he was asked by a host. He said. Do you think Fauci committed fucking perjury from what he answered and the information coming out now? He goes, absolutely. This motherfucker definitely committed for perjury. And he did because he was fucking lying. Yeah. From what I understand, he's very careful. And it's not to say that he's like saying or doing the wrong thing, but he's very, very careful. And he's almost it's not that he's been trained, but it's that he's very specific with his words that he keeps himself out of trouble. That's that's how Paul, Dr. Paul, Senator Paul, is trying to get him, is to slip up and like miss a mark with his words. And I think he keeps asking him the same question in different ways. And Fauci says basically the same thing in a different way that keeps him clear. Keeps him safe. Right. Yeah. No, I agree with that. I, I agree with that assessment for sure. Fauci is almost, he's at the highest level of protecting whatever his interest he's a, is, he's a whatever lizard. you want to call it. He's a lizard man. <laughs> Dude, I don't know what the fuck he is, but like he kept trying to say that the U.S. never funded the research of how you can weaponize viruses, which is called what's the specifically, name specifically in Wuhan, specifically to coronavirus. Correct. But it was yeah. so dangerous, like it was banned like in the United States. It's called oh fuck. I can't think of the name. Do you know what I'm talking about? What the name I is? I do. I do. And we'll fact check that. We'll get back to it. It's called first no. Damn, I forgot the name <laughs> of the not fuck. force multiplier, but that's what it means. Yeah, it's called... I know what you're talking about. So, hold on. I got to figure this out. All right. All right. Take your time. I'm going to move on. Uh, I just want to get your quick thoughts on how the DOJ, still a relevant industry in our <laughs> in our society, seized $90,000 from insurgents USA activists Uh who filmed the Capitol events, including the shooting of a person inside of a doorway. Wait, say it again? Your boy, the guy from Utah, the Insurgents USA activist, who filmed all the events from the 
insurgency. Oh, the Black Lives Matters guy, the skate mm-hmm. finger skater. The DOJ's saved his money, and they're bringing charges. Yeah, they took ninety grand from him. Ninety thousand dollars. ABC and CNN or some shit like that paid him. Uh-huh. Good, because it would have been <laughs> fucked up if that guy got to walk away, and no one else got, and everybody yeah, else pretty, got fucked. That's some pretty gorilla. Gain of function, Jesus. That's the name of the fucking thing. They're called gain of function. Gain of function studies. Sorry, that's the name of. That's the name of the science of. Virus weaponizations from humans and animals and all this shit. It's called gain of function, which is illegal. It used to happen in the Carolinas and like universities. Are like this shit's crazy. So then, a subsidiary group that Fauci's people got money from. So it wasn't con- directly Fauci or his group, but someone that they gave money to did those studies in China in Wuhan. And then Fauci on trial was like, not trial, but trial. in the hearing. But <laughs> in the hearing, trial. that'd be a good. Movie. He was like, he's like, we've never gave money to the Chinese for gain of function studies. Which, which I mean, to, to his credit, he's probably right. He's wrong like, though because he's new. <laughs> yeah, probably- Paul called him out. He goes, yeah, no shit. But the group that you did give money to did. They thanked you for the money that you've given them. Yeah, like. Subcontracting so like, is a bitch. Yeah, it is like subcontracting. It is. That's exactly <laughs> what it is. <laughs> you you give money to some some contractor, and they're like, you know, we're this is too spicy for us. We're gonna give it to somebody else who's a little bit more risky. Let them deal exactly. with exactly. It's almost like a shell account, a shell corporation. <laughs> um, back to the guy that got the 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 black dude, right? The black dude. The, the, he was so him and this girl are seen on tape uh, storming the Capitol and then they fucked up by saying like let's burn this shit down or something like yeah, that. Yeah, we did it. We did it. Like we we got them. <laughs> yeah, where where that changes from you being a journalist to like a fucking, you're just as dumb as the Q-tards that rushed the building. I don't think anybody um, ever actually thought this guy was a journalist. He's just a nobody who had a video camera or a phone and he had some great footage of a, you know, I wouldn't say a murder, but it was a defensive killing. <laughs> he, he filmed a woman getting shot in the neck. By a so, did an Alex, so did an Alex Jones guy who right. Alex told all his employees to not go in there. So this guy still didn't follow orders. I don't even think he works for him anymore. Right. He went in there and he filmed the fucking shooting too. Right. His so, house got raided by the feds like at six in the morning. I don't know if this guy did, but uh, I think he's they're they're finally finding that there has to be a fall guy. Like there has to be some kind of a loose end to tie up. And this guy that everybody knew about, everybody saw that he was out exposed. They connected dots between Black Lives Matter and him all the way from Utah to the January sixth riot, which they're calling attack now. Um like they found they found the connection, so they had to squash it. I will give credit where it's due, and I'm glad that ninety thousand dollars is not a lot of money. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I mean, for that's one, that's all you're able to get like, for one day's worth of work for a couple hours. That's not bad. 
that's not, that's bad. not a bad that's not bad at all <laughs> all you were really doing was protesting yeah, he rioting. and um it's crazy that like it was major core major mainstream mainstream media that paid for it cnn and i don't remember if it was abc or cbs it's pretty hot but 100% it was CNN paid him like 30 and the other one paid him like 50. I forgot, Oof. but he made, he made a good lick for, but the people were arguing that were arrested and shit already. It's like, how come this guy gets to walk freely? Cause other people were claiming they were pressed. Yeah. How come? Um, I don't know, but I'm just happy that justice came. I think that it was worth it for them to um, squash those legal arguments from the people they wanted arrested. That mm-hmm. they're going to arrest him too. His whatever protection yeah. he had was ended. Like he should, he should face like whatever's coming to him. But at the same time, he was being opportunistic, and it wasn't illegal for him to film what he was filming and to be there. I don't think it was illegal for him to be there. And it didn't seem like there was much pushback. Like the Capitol Police didn't stop him from doing what he was doing. Do you want to know a fun fact? Not one gun was found from anybody charged. Mm-hmm. That's it. We talked about that, I think, that on the show. That's before. so fucking crazy. No, to yeah, me. the armed insurrection, but no guns. <laughs> like, what? And, and then the media. Will, knives or- I heard a media person say that their counter to that is that. They caught text of people bragging about guns. Yeah. Which is not the same. Organization, I think, in a way, is part of the, the show. Like, they're allowed to use that in court. Yeah, but at least find a gun. Find one. <laughs> Do something. Like, if you're going to try to take over the Capitol and you don't have any fucking guns, the that's just man's, sad. Yeah, the it's pathetic. perspective is really important. But in this case, I think, you know, because people Super are pathetic. potentially going to jail or, you know... <laughs> worse did you did you see the documentary about q on hbo no i didn't watch it to be honest it's worth a watch okay talk to me about it real quick real quick um i haven't finished it but it it just has to do with a person who i would admit is a good documentary person probably a little biased but whatever still did a good job he follows the eight chan hosts and mm-hmm. creators so he has to travel to like thailand yeah. and be with these people and then you get Being like embedded okay yeah it's pretty cool like learn their and story then, correct and then i didn't finish it but like from what everybody says is that he makes it pretty obvious that these people are fucking cute yeah. <laughs> the, the people I'm, that I'm run the sure site I've, yeah I've, I've understood that i think but the jump it's good though. It's well filmed. It's interesting. It'll definitely, I think it's definitely worth a watch for sure. All right. I got a couple things. Right, One on, you know, speaking of choice and what you're allowed to do as a government representative, what do you think about our friend, friend of the show, Lori Lightfoot, determining that she's only going to do interviews with non-white black people. journalists well uh, i don't even think i don't even think latin people i don't that she didn't say <laughs> she didn't say black people i thought it was black people she said not white people of color she said people of color 
That's I'm right. pretty sure his people are colored. People of color, which. So what about way, a white skin, blonde hair, blue eyed Colombian? I'm looking pretty colorful. I'm just saying. Can I get an interview? So that means she, I think we need she to could invite be... her directly on the show. She's such a fool. She's, Sometimes she's, she's great. She's, an idiot. she's doing whatever she can, right? She's, she's getting like, sued. A, a white mess. reporter put a lawsuit <laughs> in today that's saying that you're discriminating, you fucking idiot. That, that was what I was getting to. She's getting sued because she cannot walk back her comments of only doing uh, or claiming to only do interviews here on from. I think it's a big it's a big disservice to society's progress in 2021 and even just the past few years to keep making things about race unnecessarily, meaning that we're all on equal playing fields now. And I know that may be controversial, but in this country, at least you can become president if you're half black, at least we've seen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or you could be you could be a CEO of a country if you're Indian, black, whatever. Like meaning that we're at a time and place where it should be merit, it should be hard work, it should be your who you are as a person. But things like this, where you're gonna say I'm not gonna do something because of a skin color, or I am gonna do something because of your skin color, something that another person can't control. Has Germany just has Germany steps had a back. Jewish chancellor? No fucking idea. I think that might be like the end all be all. No if we get to that idea. point, that maybe wokeism is over. Maybe that's like the. I mean, Germany's a pretty zero barrier, man. If we have Germany, a black prime minister of South Africa, I would probably already have a black prime a, a black chancellor of a black Jewish chancellor of Germany. Game over. Germany's pretty woke, man. They have they're they pretty walk, woke, but they're also pretty I, fucking racist. <laughs> I feel like Germany is the majority, not the actual still racist ones that still believe they're superior race, but like the majority of the people live on um and, and German sorry, listeners fact check us on the this. guilt. Come, they live on back. guilt. Come back. Oh yeah. They live on permanent guilt. They do. They that's, do. It, like Catholics. A, that's what I feel. Yeah, I know. I know. Catholics not so much as Germans. Fuck Catholics you. <laughs> eh, eh. They always turned a pretty quick eye to the, like the fucking child rape, in my opinion. It's like, eh, let's just move them. Why do we got to fire think, him? Well, as a Catholic, I think I think priests that abuse children should be shot in the street. I right in between the eyes. I agree, bro. But and maybe maybe we have a pretty woke head of the Catholic Church right now. We do. To be honest, we do. do. Um, But I don't know. They, they're the best at hiding secrets, bro. They have, by the way, they have like the largest collection of the oldest mankind writings in the world. Like, I forgot the type of tablets that they are, but like, what the. Sumerians did like they would write on clay tablets Mm -hmm. and it's actually gangsters fuck because by doing this engraving them in these clay tablets like they're the I'll pull them up um it allowed to survive catastrophes 
like um, floods, fires, the whole nine yards. It was kind of way ahead of its time. They had to find a way that they would escape time. Correct. And they did. But the Catholics had these, and I think that they had some information that they probably wouldn't want the rest of the world to know about. Uh, In in those old tablets, you really think so? Yes, because... Records of child rape by priests. (laughs) No, I think it would just tell a different story than what they have told the world. It's my personal opinion. Let me get through one other thing, because I'm sure this is going to take the rest of the episode. Um, The president's ATF pick, Mr. Chipman, couldn't define an assault weapon. This is the same guy who said... uh, the, the Branch Davidians shot down helicopters with 50 caliber rifles. Yeah, that guy should not be passed. And spoiler alert, they didn't They didn't get shot down by 50 caliber rifles. They didn't get shot down at all. So this guy that's holding up signs, ask me anything on Reddit, is now your your nominee. Is he going to get is he the gonna guy get passed? who's going to regulate guns and yeah, they, we can't have an extremist like this guy in that position. Fuck that. Everything needs to be done agent. for him to He's not a get special it. agent in the FBI for 25 years. I don't give a so fuck. So you have to think the that there's corrupt. some respect. But dear President Biden, is there anybody less qualified? Because <laughs> don't pick that guy. <laughs> I'll take someone else. I absolutely think that this guy is... An extremist. Who would be a worse pick? You can't have an extremist in that position. Fuck no, that. No, that's the, the hottest that. of buttons for every single Trump voter. I'm, I'm just taking it, taking it right where it should be. Every single Trump voter is like, don't put somebody who's going to put gun control immediately in the sights. A guy let's, that let's lies get about worst one of the worst pick for the ATF. Exactly. A guy that literally <laughs> lied about one of the worst government attacks on private yes. citizens yes, in the history of this country. It's fucking crazy. That alone should be You didn't have to him. do that. You didn't have to say things like that with such detail, such creative interpretation of the facts. You did that, and now you're on the Senate's trial for your passage going yeah, over into that the cabin. Guy. Pick someone else for some. That's the hot, like one of the hottest button issues. Like, if he goes over twenty-two, is going to be a red wave. <laughs> First of all, twenty twenty-four. It doesn't matter who the Republicans nominate. It doesn't matter. They could put a dead person in there. It could happen. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't even know the guy's name. I just know his history. Chipman. Yeah, fuck that guy. He should not be anywhere in any position of power. When you're an extremist, I don't give a fuck what side you're on. He could be an extreme, if even if it was an extremist coming from a Trump nominee of like fucking saying some ridiculous shit on the contrary. Like, point being is that no extremist should have that type of power or position of influence. Do you think he's really an extremist? Or yes. Maybe he's an opportunist. Both and by extremist, I mean, I think that it's all morals that guide him, the end justify the means type of person. His morals will fit whatever it takes 
to to meet the outcome of his extremist views. Where do you think he would go if he was? He should go awful. home, dog. He should go home, play with his grandkids. He's old as fuck. This guy should not be anywhere in power. Anywhere. If you're if you're someone that has that type of view about such a public event that happened that has been discussed and researched and shown, and this guy just lies about it. That is the biggest red flag ever. Like he didn't just lie about it back then. He, he lied about it recently. Even, he wasn't at the Waco issue. Waco event. It's even worse. No, he wasn't there. He he was enlisted to investigate what happened there. That's crazy. So he had even a he had an even less political bent. That's even more it. dangerous. Imagine a, an extremist investigating something that they already have the outcome in their head. Right. There is no take, investigation. Take a step back and think that 25 years on the force or whatever, 25 years as a special agent, like that happened in the mid-90s, right? So he had time to think about what he was going to say. He didn't have to do what he did, and he still took it to the nth degree. He took it like to the next level of the lie, where he figured the people that would be voting, the people that would be involved in the decision to put him on a cabinet post, wouldn't think that that far. They wouldn't go do their homework, or they wouldn't remember. But here we are. Like he's still. He's still defending his his history, and I and I mean that sincerely, his history. He's not walking back any of his comments on Reddit. He said, "Maybe I got something different from what it was," but he's not saying specifically. He didn't he didn't say specifically that those things that jump out as talking points in the Republican media. You know. Like, I would step down if I were him. I, I would say, you know what? This has gotten too hot. It's too controversial of a post. I've got tenure. I've got all these other jobs lined up. I've been a special agent in the FBI for 25 years. I don't have to deal with this anymore. Why you know how you would normally... That? Like jumping norm right into the frying pan. Yeah, it's because he has his team winning so if there's ever an opportunity or time for him to make a move is now you know what i'm saying like biden's in there it's woke culture they forgive and forget about your <laughs> mistakes because you're on our side that's how blue team operates i'm sure that's how red team operates too to an extent i would absolutely 100 percent agree with that but my point with this fucking guy is that 25-year thing, normally in a lot of careers, that means something. That's a respect. This means this person knows what they're doing. This means that. This means that they have learned or skill set that's been needed for that long. With this fucking idiot, that just means that the FBI keeps idiots on their staff for that long. Like, it doesn't mean the same thing that well, it normally one, would I mean, mean to I, a normal person. I thought you might have learned that in the last administration. Yeah, same. fucking idiots. They're not they catching. Are. They're not catching the mass shooters. 
They're not catching the terrorists. They're launching investigations that don't have any merit. <laughs> I mean, I respect our Come agencies on, because they're probably the best, but that doesn't say a lot. Like they fuck up a lot, man. And I know they got a lot on their plate. Um, but they fuck up so much. And I'm sure that like the ones that like are sent on a job right after bombing or go make an arrest, like I saw where I lived in Fort Lauderdale. I'm sure that those people work hard. They're do they they follow orders and they do what they're told. But some of these leadership people, like the Peter Storks Starks of the world, struck. Struck like struck. Struck. this guy was literally like an emotional fucking dnc member in a position of power that he should have never been in also like, he was very smarmy dude he was, he, was, he, was, he, was, he was very yeah he was kind of slimy super slimy and and <laughs> and someone that heads over people that aren't that are hard working probably good agents like i don't know there's just there's there needs to be an oh a, a full complete overhaul of getting like Right now, Biden, I forgot the black dude's name that's the that Biden appointed that's doing all the woke training. Actually, I confirmed that this is real. They give you like woke training in the military. They kind of don't take it serious because it's just like another training thing. But that guy to me is a little bit of an extremist. And he passed and he's got his position. The secretary, not secretary of state, but... um. What the fuck is... Do you know who I'm talking about? The black dude? I don't know who you're talking about. The black dude. <sighs> you're going to have to call that up for us. Listeners, I apologize again. We were waiting for <laughs> our fact checker slash co-producer in chief. So, so what is uh, the name <laughs> of the... Austin, right? Lloyd Austin. Lloyd what Austin? The, the Secretary of Defense. That's a really big difference from what you said before. A retired four-star army general, former head of the U.S. Central Command. He's sixty-seven. He's, he's also, he's also black, but yeah, he he's pushing with orders a sensitivity and uh, diversity training to the military. Yes. Yeah, I forgot where I was going with that. <laughs> yeah, where were you going with that? Fucking, he's kind of a little bit of an extremist, but um, you said it. So. You, you hit know. you hit the I, point what, that what he's, he's getting done, orders. What what he's done so far has been relatively tame, compared to other things that other departments have been asked to do, and and he's been relatively low key, which means I think he's probably going to stick around a little while. When Biden dies, uh, <laughs> he may he may continue on. As Secretary of Defense, because he he knows the he knows the lay of the land, but I, I don't think he's pushing too much that's too extreme. When it comes to the point where like they're doing anti-racism classes in boot camp, we'll probably have another conversation about this. But that's kind of that's kind of what they're doing. It's, it's not like the they all got this training. No, yeah. It's not the same. Okay, like, I agree. Like spirit murdering your coworkers spirit murdering your your co-soldiers the people in your platoon or your unit i don't know that's, what that's not is. that's not what's happening <laughs> that's actually what's happening in uh public schools but we'll we'll get to that in the future 
Yeah, I you're right. I will I will admit that he's not as extreme as I thought he was going to be. But I think it also comes down to what you said that he's getting orders. Yeah, he's getting he's orders. just doing his yeah, version he, of he's, these he's orders. Absolutely like following his orders. And that's what military people do. Or they resign. Exactly. <laughs> well, that's to end on a you know a serious note but folks this has been as always fun and enlightening if you're getting any of your news from us just know that we do our best to be here every week today our week today is our name and this is our 41st episode we're bringing you our <laughs> biased opinions of unfiltered news straight from the internet <laughs> And we're doing our best to keep it real. Hell yeah. Um, we really appreciate all you guys, old listeners, new listeners. Shout out to the new listeners in California. That's right. California and Cambridge, Massachusetts. Shout out to Harvard. Cambridge, Massachusetts. Shout out to Harvard. You guys are fucking smart. Um, yeah. Thank you guys for listening, supporting. Make sure you follow us on social media so go to twitter go to instagram trev underscore jordan that's right at twitter dot and twitter (laughs) yep uh at one billion (laughs) and of course our week today uh hit us up message us with any comments good bad ideas new stories that maybe we didn't talk about that you want to you know what it's been a long fucking time since we had a guest so i think it's a great idea to go pursue Let's try to get Matt Sutton on the line, or maybe we can get Paul, or maybe uh, Johnny Mullins. We'll get one of those on the line to do a, yeah. a remote guest interview and get their perspective on our uh, issues for the week. Or maybe we'll do a live one at the bar. I you mean, at the beer place. It. What's it called? <laughs> Which what one? is it called? Sidewind? No. Sideward Brewing? No, no. The one that um, where we did the original Matt Sutton episode. The OG Matt Sutton. The Thirsty Topher. Thirsty Topher. That's a cool ass name. You could bring your boy back. We could do a live show there. It would just, we need to get a wide angle. You could bring a, bring a camera. Just make sure we're set up properly for that because it's three dudes, one computer. Think about it. Yeah, I got the, the green light <laughs> with the tripod. We can figure it out. Um, I would even invite the fucking, maybe I'll, I'll reach out to my Egyptian friend because he's, I want to hear a story about leaving the egypt to come in the united that's states a great idea let's just start fresh i let's think that's get, pretty cool let's get him on the line and let's get him to a place where he can speak freely hell yeah one of those places where we can do that if we don't do another uh remote show as we are today then we'll, we'll meet up with juan's boy the egyptian yeah if not we'll figure out we'll bring back one of the very loved guests that we've had before so those are always fun but we'll figure it out guys we know we need a guest those are always fun episodes but until next time this is our week today this is it stay woke